Welcome to Season 3 of Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. This podcast is part of Grow Me a Story, our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative, and inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. My name is Carol Wollum roberts And I'm her husband, Paul. As your creativity cultivators, Carol and I have been bringing special guests to you since the beginning of 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. We have learned so much over the last year and a half of podcasts that we have decided to revisit a few of those early episodes of Dreams and Bones that have encouraged us in our own creative journey. Paul, who are we going to hear from today? We will actually hear from two very good friends today. First, Carl Rowe, then Ken Bartle. And we'll hear each one of them talk about their childhood and the experiences that shaped their creativity. Looking back at your childhood, elementary school, middle school age, are there things you can point to that shaped the creative person that you are today? Yeah, well, I don't think of it as creative, even still. It's just (laughs) what I was exposed to Mm -hmm. and and discovering things. And so, but I remember being very young, it might have been two or three, my my three older brothers would be at school, and um, and she'd be ironing and playing the records with the these. She'd get these sets, you know, Reader's Digest. Mm-hmm. There's the orchestra mm-hmm. playing popular songs, mm-hmm. and, and it was just fascinating to listen to that and wonder how they do that. Hmm. How do they make that music? <laughs> um, but you don't have those words in your head. But it was just I was locked onto it. And uh, my mother played piano, mm, and okay. she she was uh, when, when she'd get us all in bed at night, and then she'd go play the piano and sing, and and you're falling asleep. And I, I don't think she was thinking that oh this will rub off on the kids. Mm-hmm. She's just at the end of the day and her way to relax, and um, but uh, it did rub off. <laughs> so tell uh, me about your siblings then. You had. You said yeah, older? three three older. So there was four boys, and when I was eight, I was the youngest boy. When I was eight, then they had a girl. Hmm. So the three boys were in, within six and a half years, and the first three were in within four years. Hmm. Well, three and a half years, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just like the young kids today do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, they're all having kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then, yeah, there's three years from me and my next brother up. And uh, uh, I think with the three it, before me, she was pretty busy taking mm. care of the kids and yeah. probably wasn't doing all the things she did when they were in school and I was alone mm-hmm. yeah. at home with her. Uh, and uh, oh, we had this Mother Goose uh, songbook with all the the old nursery rhyme, uh, you know, nursery songs, and uh, I'd be on her lap or in the chair next to, or on the bench, and uh, it was just 
you know, how how do they play that? How do mm. they know which button to push? And, yeah. and uh, our piano, the front of the keys were all chipped because my oldest brother played it with drumsticks. Oh. <laughs> and they were all chipped up. And, and I thought, that's how they know. <laughs> the the way the shape is on the front of the oh. key because <laughs> the rest that you yeah. it just it looks the same mm-hmm. oh that's uh, funny and uh so uh i don't know how old i was but once there was a well the neighborhood was it was like uh 12 or 15 boys and three girls hmm. in the whole neighborhood yeah there was another family had four boys, and, and I remember uh, the older kids were doing a in somebody's garage, uh, like putting on a show, mm. and they'd have the the, the sheets up mm. and mm-hmm. and and it just come out and do silly things and uh, and I remember that and it was so fun even though it was stupid stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just make it up as you go. Mm-hmm. And where uh, was this at? Where where did oh, you grow uh, up? West Covina, California. Okay. California. California. <laughs> That's all right. We, we'll, we'll forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My mother was from Toledo, Ohio, hmm. and came out here with her parents. Uh, Route sixty six. <laughs> they they sold everything, came out to California for the weather because mm-hmm. my hmm. grandma uh, needed the the warm, dry climate, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, so. Uh, but anyway, my mother grew up during the Depression, and, mm-hmm. and so she was very frugal and mm-hmm. could repurpose everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got a lot of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, and uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very frugal. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, so another musical thing was uh, my mother bought the soundtrack record of the music man oh and i think that was in the early early 60s i was in school but Mm -hmm. uh we'd listen to that over and over and over and the four brothers here we we would try to put on that show Uh in the in the family room (laughs) set up the chairs like we're in the train right yeah yeah (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh, just that first scene and i i don't remember actually being a part of that but you're, mm-hmm. you're watching and absorbing right. it and yeah when i was young you know, i don't know maybe 10 i knew that that uh speech the music man does mm-hmm. folks listen oh. yeah you, you <laughs> got <laughs> trouble trouble here at university <laughs> yep <laughs> how much can you do yeah, yes. <laughs> well either you're closing your eyes to a situation you do not wish to acknowledge or you are not aware of the caliber of disaster indicated by the presence of a pool table in your community. <laughs> well, you got trouble, my friend. <laughs> yeah. You've heard it, too. Oh, I know it. I know it. <laughs> Are you starting or currently working on a creative project but don't know what to do next? Do you need someone to talk to? Someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track? This is what Grow Me A Story is all about. Paul and Carol Wollum Roberts, your creativity cultivators, will help you start, continue, or complete 
creative projects, big or small. Visit www.growmeastory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help. Now, back to Dreams and Bones. Then, uh, my, my siblings were in the uh, school orchestra or band, and, oh, then, okay. and then they all did different things, and I ended up doing what they all did. Sure. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you have to you have to do that, right, and, and, and right. you're listening to it when you're young and whatever they're doing, and, or whatever sports they did, and mm-hmm. I did those, and mm-hmm. um, so it was a uh, an advantage for, for um, over uh, say a, another kid my age, same age, but he's the oldest. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the older sibling right. influence. You have the your parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the '60s, then I was exposed to the well, the Beatles. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I saw that on Ed Sullivan, and, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, before Ed Sullivan, we got a record for Christmas from our aunt that it was a uh, it was on VJ Records, the Beatles, you mm-hmm. know, like Meet the Beatles or something. Mm-hmm. But it, it was I've never seen that cover oh. anywhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not that valuable mm-hmm. five <laughs> bucks you know. uh so we, we were listening to it, and then they were on ed sullivan uh-huh. uh, and uh but and then they were well my oldest wasn't old enough to be a real hippie you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. he graduated from high school in 1969 mm-hmm. uh, but uh but it affected everybody sure and, mm-hmm. uh, i remember Wearing some beads, things yeah. or a yeah. headband, and yeah. uh, we got the long hair, right? And uh, so my brothers in high school were listening to Jimi Hendrix mm-hmm. and the, the Cream and yep. Three Dog Night, the, mm-hmm. the, all all the stuff. So I was hearing that. Yeah. Then when I was in high school, I thought I, I wanted to be a guitar player. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, in school, I had already did an orchestra, did violin, and then played trumpet, bought a guitar, emptied my savings account of $73, <laughs> bought a guitar. Uh-huh. <laughs> Elec- what, what, Elec- what, what brand? No, no brand. <laughs> This is going to be fun for me because I feel like I've known you for a long time, but I really don't know much about you at a younger age. So looking back at your childhood, looking back on elementary school, middle school age, are there some things that you can point to that shaped the creative person that you are today? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I've always been interested in art Hmm? from early on when paint by numbers came out 100 years ago mm-hmm. um i loved to do that i had paintings all over the place and i was always interested in looking at better homes and garden mm-hmm. magazine especially their craft section uh-huh. i would faithfully look at the crafts and do the crafts i mean we had lamps made out of uh, old plastic bottles huh. that was the in thing 
my folks, I, I grew up real fortunate. M my folks sort of encouraged a lot of that. Oh, good. In my bedroom, I said one day, I want to paint a silhouette of a tree on my closet door. And my mom said, sure, go ahead. Well, wow. You know, I don't know if I would have allowed my kids to paint <laughs> the closet door. And then I used her mixer to spin uh, crepe paper and wrap it around bottles and glue it on. Oh I, I mean, oh. so they just always were encouraging that way to me. So tell me about who was in the home then. Where did you grow up? I don't know where you, where, what area of the country you even are from. I grew up in Montana, Great Falls. I have one brother. As I look back, my entire mom's side of the family is creative. Hmm. Um, my father used to say that uh, he was a janitor in the school where my mom was, and he would say he, the worst thing he hated to do was to wash the blackboards off of my mom's art projects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and my aunt has two children, and both of them are extremely uh, talented. My cousin has had articles in ceramics magazines mm -hmm. from her artwork. Uh, she's now into jewelry. My other cousin, who lives in Hamilton, uh, does woodworking. He plays the accordion. He plays the guitar. He sings. Uh, just really, really creative. My brother kind of stepped back from the creative aspect for a while, but then he got into woodworking, mm -hmm. and he does extremely fine scroll work. Oh, wow. And it's just beautiful stuff that he does. So I felt like a lot of my background was innate. Mm -hmm. You know, it mm -hmm. was just there, and I, I didn't think about it being extra special. It just was there mm -hmm. right. and always has been there. So I, I feel like it, it sort of came naturally, but also they encouraged it mm -hmm. all along the way. Yeah. I got interested in the arts early, singing, doing art projects. Um, I actually won a scholarship for voice lessons mm -hmm. in high school, which... Wow. Uh, if you knew me back in high school, I was such a shy kid. It was hard to even walk into the tryout. <laughs> but that, that was fun to do. And so I, and I've dabbled in music off and on. I try to play the guitar. Mm -hmm. Joy always tells me, as long as it doesn't have an F chord, I can play it. <laughs> so, yes, yes, I understand. So, um, yes. It, it's, it's, so that's kind of my background of, mm -hmm. of being creative. Thank you for joining us for another year of conversations with people who live creative lives. Paul, what is it that you enjoy about hearing some of these childhood stories? Well, I thought about this last week when we were listening to Joy as well, that I, I like comparing. I like comparing my own experience with theirs. And for all of us, there seem to be some common things and so much of it is family. It's those, it's those relationships that we have, each person has had some conversation about how much the family itself is just a part of making who we are, creating who we are. 
Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we would like to thank you for listening to this program. Would you like to see what else we do at Gromia Story? Visit www.gromiastory.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter, read our Fertile Ground blog posts, and find more ways to learn about living a creative life. Join us next Friday for another conversation from the Dreams and Bones archives. And don't forget to subscribe to Dreams and Bones on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Just search and subscribe to any of these apps on your phone, and you will be notified each Friday when another episode of Dreams and Bones has been published. Thank you.